Hey guys, welcome to the Youth Fitness Podcast. Topics on youth fitness with a focus on doing what's best for kids. Brought to you by the Martin Family, the developers of the Brand X Method, and the Athlete Coach Network. Youth need great coaches now more than ever. Brand X has dedicated themselves to doing what is best for kids for over two decades and now offers mentoring, education, programming, and resources in one smart package to empower coaches to efficiently deliver world-class youth programs. Check out their plug and play options and join the Brand X family today. You plus Brand X equals youth program success. The Youth Fitness Podcast has the absolute pleasure of talking with Ben Cole, the 2022 first place British teen champion in the age 16 to 17 category. Among other accomplishments, Ben was second at the 2022 European Teen Championship and has been a CrossFit Games teen semi-finalist, coming in 23rd worldwide and first in the UK CrossFit Open in his age category. Additionally, Ben joined the Great Star coaching team in 2022 and became a Brand X certified youth coach the same year. Compete Elite and the coaching team of Connor, Keegan, and Jeff have been working with Ben designing his competition programming for the last year and a half. Now let's get started. Ben, we've got you on for the Youth Fitness Podcast and super excited to finally finally have you on. I know we've been talking about doing this for, for a little while. So uh, yeah. So thanks for making the time, man. Thanks for having Good me. You, ben. Good to see you. I think the first thing we just kind of want to start with was like an intro to like who you are and how you got into CrossFit. Yeah. So I got into CrossFit, it was March 2019 now. So coming up on four years and it was just through my... So I remember scrolling through Netflix, seeing the games documentaries and I always looked at it and thought it was a bit weird, really. I don't really want to watch that. And then my brother and my mum watched it. They said it was really good and recommended it. So then I watched it and I was just fascinated by it. I remember, I think it was particularly Murph. It was probably the 2016, the 2016 or 2017 games. And they did Murph. And that, yeah, I really liked the look of that. And it was either the next day or a few days later, I went outside into the garden and did Murph without a vest, of course, didn't have a vest at that point. But did a very slow move, probably air sports, not the depth, terrible pull-ups. But yeah, yeah, that was kind of the first time I got into CrossFit, which was just at home. And then it was about six months later, they or a couple months later, they started doing a teams at CrossFit Great Style. And so there I started going on to that. And I've been there ever since now. So just so we're I've got so many questions about just that little bit right there. The games was the thing that brought you in. Seeing the games was the thing that brought yeah. you in. Brought yeah. you and you thought that an appropriate place to start as a 15-year-old was, oh, yeah. they did this at the games. I should try that in my backyard. Just I think, you know, that, exactly. that's, that's start there. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, yeah. How, um, uh, how sore were you after that first, first workout? I don't remember, to be honest. I think I remember my parents looking at me very weirdly after I did it um, <laughs> and just thinking, what are you doing out there, Ben? That's funny. That's awesome. My intro to CrossFit, you know, really early, early on, you know, 2003 was summer 2003. I think the first workout was, I thought I was very fit, boxing, kickboxing, you know, martial arts. You know, and I thought yeah. I was fairly fit. Saw the website, said, well, I can do these things. I think the first thing was, was a Helen. 
with, you know, kettlebell swings and yeah. runs. And I went off and they did it. And I remember Connor probably saw me do this. I threw up. And then the next day we did something else and I threw up again. And I thought, <laughs> oh, God, something's really wrong with me. When I work out, I get sick. And then I did the third day and I got sick again. And I went, maybe I'm not as fit as I thought I was. Yeah. <laughs> and that was my intro to it. And so naturally, I thought having my kids do it with me was appropriate. So that was yeah. <laughs> kind of how we all started together. Well, it's insane how unfit CrossFit makes you feel, even after doing it for almost four years. The workout that the workouts that Connor programs for me, they make me feel so unfit. It does not feel like I've been doing it for four years. Oh, it's well. Well, there's a uh, there's there's a little bit of a, a rhyme and a reason to that, as you mm-hmm. as you know, I. I tend to uh, not program the things that you're naturally good at, but program the, yeah. the things that yeah. you need the most work at. But, yeah. you know, that that does typically yield the best uh, best results. But, you know, obviously you had a you had a, a baseline of fitness that you were actually able to go out and do Murph, mm-hmm. which is a starting point that, uh, you know, most people can't just jump into CrossFit and actually complete it. They'd probably yeah. call it at some point. And I'd love to to hear a little bit about your background prior to coming into CrossFit, you know, maybe what you were involved in athletically before it. Yeah, well, I mean, my parents would keep has had always kept me active from a young age, of course. And then mainly I played football for probably four or five years before that point. And we played for a team, but then I'd stopped playing football probably maybe a year before, a year or two before I started doing CrossFit. And about six months before I started CrossFit, I was just working out, doing like bodybuilding stuff in my shed and just uh, experimenting, going on YouTube, finding workouts and just seeing what worked for me. That was kind of the, yeah, that was the baseline really. I mean, I'd always been active growing up um, and always enjoyed sports and liked to do like doing PE at school and stuff like that. But yeah, I and running as well, actually. So the, the mile either side of Murph, that was good at least. I'd always run a bit. Yeah, it sounds like what you were doing before doing CrossFit kind of mm. was a uh, almost it was almost similar in in a lot of regards, at least in aspects of your to to what the workout Murph. I was just trying to kind of unpack what would make him think that Murph was yeah. a good first first one. Uh, <laughs> but obviously, the the games was a big uh, inspiration for you to mm. to start start doing uh, CrossFit. So was it right off the bat? when you started at Great Sour was your goal to compete and to kind of get to the games level? Was that kind of in your mind? Um, Yeah. So it was always in my, the first maybe year, maybe year, yeah, year or two. I wasn't, I wouldn't say that I said that that was the goal, like to actually compete, but it was always kind of in my mind and I always wanted to get fit. I wasn't doing it for the fun of it. I was doing it to get as fit as as I could be. It wasn't until... 2020 that I had or 2021 actually that I had my first competition so it was still a few years before I actually competed but I was interested in competition from the first moment I did it I think from watching the games documentaries I wasn't introduced to it from someone going to a box it was through the through the competitions yeah and talk us through because I think that first competition that you did was almost congruent with us starting working together. Yeah. I think it was a literally, it may have been the first week that yeah, we started yeah. working together. So talk us through maybe that, that stage where you were at in your training at that point. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, maybe the, the last year and a half. Yeah. So it was, I did the European championships 
August 2021. And then the week that we started had the British Team Championships in September 2021. So those were the first two competitions that I did. Leading up to that, I'd just been doing the teens classes at Cross the Great Sour. I'd been doing some uh, CrossFit Mayhem programming and uh, Hard Work Pays Off programming. But at that point, I thought I was semi-decent. I knew that I wasn't as good as the other boys that would be at the competitions. But until I started training with you and until a year later, I didn't realize quite how bad I was at that point. Like before the European Championships, I hadn't got a muscle up. I got my first one at the at that competition. And it was just, yeah, you realize after doing a year or so of you, I realized just how much I've improved in that last year from literally everything. Mainly gymnastics was a big focus that we had at the start, wasn't it? But also just in strength numbers, everything's improved from then. But I'd say mainly it was the gymnastics I was lacking at the start. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting thing, right? Because everybody brings in when you start competing in CrossFit you realize mm. that there's a base level of assets you bring in mm. and then there's a base level of this stuff I really need to, to, to work on. Right. And, yeah. and I, I honestly believe that every competitor that's, that starts in CrossFit has a leg up in something, mm. you know what I mean? And then, yeah. but also has a deficit in something. Right. Yeah. And you yeah. obviously coming from that, that football background for our um, American listeners, we're talking about soccer, yeah. but coming from that background to having a, an endurance based background, mm-hmm. one of our um, immediate, uh, when my dad and I started programming for you and looking at your, your overall strengths, one of our immediate, uh, observations was this guy doesn't really need endurance you know i mean we don't need to be doing the the long monostructural work that maybe i do with a a lot of my other athletes what we need to do is take those that one hour of endurance work and put it into refining skill and building prerequisite strength for gymnastics so that was kind of our our first six months i would say was really focused on yeah Yeah. on those elements yeah i mean you saw that you saw those weaknesses in the results from the european championship i think the first event it was a run into a paddleboard into a run. And I think I was maybe fourth or fifth in that one compared to, because I had wild fluctuations in my placings throughout the competition. I think I came second in one event, fourth or, fourth or fifth in that first event. And then it was more like ninth, 10th, 12th out of 15 teams in the other events. So there was, I think the, the one I came second in was a sprint workout, it was a salt bike and clean and jerk. And so that, I was kind of both ends of the spectrum. I had that sprinting, I had the endurance, but it was the high school gymnastics that I didn't have. Mm -hmm. I think it's really interesting, especially for younger people, when you look at at a CrossFit competitor, because as you said, you come come into a CrossFit competition and you have your strengths and you have your liabilities. And to be better at CrossFit competitions, you've got to really focus on your liability, which makes training not a whole lot of fun. Mm. And to be able to, to be able to handle that as it is really rare. Mm. To be able to, I'm, I'm going to spend, you know, a year going in the gym and doing things that I don't really like and I'm not really good at. And I don't yeah. and yeah. I, I think it's, it it builds a quality of person that is uh more resilient than yeah, definitely. Yeah. Other things. So yeah, I i I think that's a really good point. And I'd love to to talk a little bit more about that with you to Ben, kind of coming from the mentality aspect of it, right? We, when we first started working together, you said your goal was to make the quarterfinals, Mm, right? Yeah. From the year before. 
but I knew, and I, and I think on our first call, I said, you know, I know that that's not the real goal that you want. Right. And I was, I <laughs> yeah. kind of made you say it. I was like, Hey, what do you really want? You know, and yeah. you're like, I want to make it to the CrossFit games. Yeah. So, and I know that when we started out there, there was that in the back of your mind, but I think mm-hmm. neither of us quite knew, you know, how far you would go within just one, one year. Yeah. And I'd love to, to talk about um, the mental shift from mm-hmm. when we first started training to when we got to quarterfinals and you, you realized, Hey, I, I can actually, I yeah. can make it past this, this, this round, you know? Yeah. So maybe talk us through that a little bit. Yeah. So I often think back to that first call that we had, because I remember it was kind of the first time that I said that I actually want to go to the games. It was always in my head, but it was the first time saying it out loud, I think. And at that point, I definitely did not believe that I could do that. I definitely didn't believe I could get to semifinals, maybe not even quarterfinals. And it wasn't until the first week of the Open where I came 22nd in the world in that first in the first workout. It wasn't until that I was completely shocked by that workout. I did not at all think I would do that well. And it wasn't until then where I realized like, oh, I can actually maybe do this, get get to quarters, get to semis, maybe get to the game. And then yeah, so that was that that was the first time that I really thought I could actually do do and that was probably the main mental shift there. Where were you the yeah. year before then? I remember in the UK I was eleventh the year before in the world. 300 something i think yep and then and last year you finished uh you were top european athlete correct top in the uk i think it was third in the UK. yeah yep so a huge huge improvement and yeah. then let's let's talk about you know post semi-finals going and mm. doing those same two competitions that you did the year year before yeah yeah so it was i was going going into the european championships it was, I only wanted to win. And that was, that was all I, that, yeah. Because the the year before, I didn't think I would get anywhere near the top. This year, uh, everyone that beat me the year before had aged out of it. So they were now 18 and there were new faces in it as well. But uh, yeah, this year I was like, this is my time. This is the time to win. It's the last year in the team division as well. Uh, so I went into it completely wanting to win. So that summer, all that training was just, I want to win the European Championships. The British Team Championships, I was more confident I could win because I'd come first in the UK in the Open quarterfinals and semis. And I knew the people who were competing in that and I was pretty confident of that. But it was just the element of the new people in the European Championships because it was European. There's a load of other people that we hadn't seen before. So I was pretty nervous going into, I was very nervous going into the European Championships, just not sure where I would place in that. But yeah, came second in the end, which I was definitely very, very disappointed with. It was, I could, there was nothing more I could have done that weekend. It was the, it was my full effort on it, on each workout. Execution was very good as well. There was, there's obviously always a few points uh, where you can do better, but in the moment I was, there's nothing I could have really done better in my performance. It was just that, that weekend I didn't win it. And then going into the British team championships, I think, the coming second of the European Championships might have put a bit more doubt into me because I was just thinking about winning that. But I was still fairly confident going into the British Team Championships. Although the first morning of competition, you're always nervous. That it doesn't matter what competition it is. I think I remember it was, they like to start with an endurance event as a lot of competitions do. And I remember just standing by a bin for about 10 minutes. I wasn't, I wasn't sick in the end, but I remember just standing by it, feeling like I was going to be sick for about 10 minutes. Luckily, I wasn't in the end, didn't throw up the breakfast, needed it later for sure. But 
yeah, the, the nerves are always there in competitions, but it was just, it was very different this year to last year. Those being my first two competitions last year, having a bit more experience this year and a lot more training under my belt. Yep. And you and you went on to, to win the British team championships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I won uh, every event but one of them. Pretty, pretty huge difference between the, the, yeah. the, you know, the previous year, your first competition yeah, and yeah. the following year. And, uh, you know, I know obviously my dad and I super proud of you from a, a coach's point of view, yeah, but nice. one of the things that was, uh, cool to start looking towards is, you know, this isn't the, the end of the road for you, right? It wasn't like, Hey, yeah. I'm looking towards yeah. Yeah. the British team championships or the European team championships mm. as my, as my, you know, end of the road. It was yeah, more yeah. like this is just one chapter of of where you're going, and yeah, I'd love yeah. to to hear a little bit more about where you envision the next couple of years yeah. in competition. So the goal is still to get to the games. I didn't make it as a team in the semifinals. I was twenty third, and it was top ten who went to the games. So I wasn't even I wasn't too close. Not I'd, I'd like to yet. I'd like to interrupt interrupt for one second though too, yeah. just why you, you say that. Sorry to sorry to interrupt you, but <laughs> neither did neither did Medeiros. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's they, yeah. It's very interesting that the the young people get into the games and like the you have the 16, 17 year olds and the girls, but then more the, the 20, 21 year olds on the men's side. But so yeah, like my goal is still to get to the games. It's just whether that's next year, the year after, the year after, year after. That's still a goal that I'm still going to be training towards. That that doesn't change. So my mentality at the moment is to just put all the effort I can into training. I, that's what I can control. I can control the effort I put into training. And when I get when I get to the games is from that training, right? I put I control what I can. And whether it's two, three or four years down the, down the road that I get to the games, I'll get there at some point. I agree. Thanks for coming on, Ben. It's been great working with you. Look forward to seeing your success in the future. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We're going to, again, like we, like we said, we're going to have you back on for uh, a follow-up discussion with, with Nikki yeah. as well. So yeah, cool. Yeah. Thanks, man. All right. Thank you. Welcome to the Athlete Coach Network, a new connection-based training platform that breaks down regional barriers and connects coaches and athletes anytime, anywhere. You're an athlete and love to push yourself. Who's guiding you? As an athlete, you can filter and search our library to find the perfect coach or sign up for a membership to get video feedback and comments from our coaches all over the world. As a coach, you can set up your profile and advertise your credentials, set your own price for video reviews or direct messaging to ensure your rates reflects the value of your time. Welcome to the Athlete Coach Network and welcome to the future of sports coaching. That was the Youth Fitness Podcast, Topics on Youth Fitness with Focus on Doing What's Best for Kids, brought to you by the Martin family, the developers of the Brand X Method and the Athlete Coach Network. We hope you guys enjoyed that episode and you listen for more.